whether we're talking about business, wellness, travel, or relationships. I've always thought age is just a number. Welcome to Ageless with me, Cynthia Raleigh, and my daughter, Kit Keenan. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Ageless. So we have a really fun episode for you guys, and we're going to be talking all about how to turn your day around. So I listened to Tori DeSimone's podcast, Manifest, religiously, and she did an episode about how to turn your day around, how to get out of a funk, and I was really inspired by that. So We wrote down our ways to turn a day around, and I asked you guys on Instagram what you do for self-care, and for me, the way to turn my day around is with self-care. So we'll be reading those at the end of the episode as well, but before we start, I want to ask you how your New Year's intentions have been going, and just give a little update about that. Well... It's only been a couple of weeks, so, so far, so good. I definitely have been seeing friends and trying out new places, and that's really fun, and talking to a lot of friends on the phone while working on spending a little more time at home, which is not easy for me, but I've really been enjoying coming home after a long day at work, and With the freezing cold weather and COVID, it's been really nice to go home and and cook a dinner. And we upgraded a few things in the kitchen, including our coffee maker. So now I'm like, (laughs) I just want to have coffee at home. I want to be at home. I want to be cozy. So yeah, I've definitely been fulfilling that intention. And then some of my other ones, I said I really wanted to focus on my hair care and like healing my hair. So I've been letting my roots grow out. It's unfortunate right now, but has to happen. I've been doing my K-18 hair mask, which has, I feel like, really been helping. I just shampoo and then no conditioner and then do the K-18 hair mask. Only using my Dyson, no other heat tools and just being more gentle with my hair. And then also one of my other intentions was to see my biological dad more. And I spent like a late Christmas, New Year's with him last week, which was really, really nice to see him and just like catch up with him. And then the one that I've been kind of failing on, I will be honest, is trying new restaurants because I'm pretty sure I've been to American Bar like three times since I've been back in the city. But you know what? It's my favorite restaurant besides Barpedi, and I I can't like get out of that rut. But I'm I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try for you guys and give you all the recommendations. But it's just hard when you have like a super close, super delicious restaurant to go to. I'm really glad we're do we're covering this topic today because it's really perfectly appropriate because We recorded this whole episode yesterday and then sent it to our editors and they said... Yeah, so Ashley, our editor, (laughs) Ashley, our editor, I got an email from him this morning being like, "Um, so 
the episode that you sent me to edit is one second long and it's just silence. I don't know if the listeners are going to love hearing that. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, okay. So that was a bit of a downer. But today we're talking, yeah, we're talking all about turning it around and it's going to be even better the second time. So yeah, let's jump right in. Just to start off, I was doing a little bit of research and I'm like a big TED Talk girl on YouTube. Like I love listening to TED Talks. And one of them that I found was by Allison Ledgerwood And she's a psychology researcher at UC Davis. Her whole TED Talk, it has like millions of views. And you guys should definitely check it out. But it was about how we are hardwired to get stuck in the negatives and how it's much easier to go from a positive frame of mind to a negative one than to go from a negative frame of mind to a positive one. It's really all about like the glass half full, half empty mindset. But the experiment that they did, they had two groups, two sample groups, and they were telling participants about a surgical procedure. And they told the first group that the procedure had a 70% success rate. So it was framed in the light of gains rather than losses. And then for the second group, they told them that the procedure had a 30% failure rate. So as one would assume, the first group that was set that was told that the procedure had a 70% success rate liked the procedure, and the second group that was told that it had a 30% failure rate didn't like it. And they decided to add a twist to the experiment, and they told the first group that you could also look at this procedure as having a 30% failure rate. And that group changed their minds about the procedure and said, "Mm, I don't know if I really want to go through with it anymore. When it was framed as gains, like I was interested, but now not so much. And when they told the second group that, oh, you could also look at this as having a 70% success rate, they still didn't like it. They didn't change their minds because they were already in that negative headspace. And so I think that's just kind of how we're thinking about it. Like it takes a lot more work to get out of that seeing the glass half empty headspace than it is to just have a positive mindset and then stick with that. It's very, very difficult. And it's very difficult to work up to that when you're already in a negative headspace. So we both wrote down some of our ways to turn the day around, and maybe you can start off with some of yours. I mean, first of all, I want to say I'm sort of a self-proclaimed optimist, and I'm really good at avoiding bad feelings. So I have been trying to get better at mood matching. It's definitely easier for me to stay positive. I've sort of conditioned myself from you know, being beaten up so many times in life and in business. And, you know, you just have to always kind of push through and see the positive. So I feel pretty comfortable turning a bad day around. It's something that, you know, I do sometimes many times a day. But a few tips that I have, first of all, 
the the kind of quick fixes when I'm feeling a little stressed or a little down, a real easy quick fix is great music. And I love to listen to my runway show music. And when you put that on, first of all, I feel so, so, so lucky that I get to even have runway shows. And that energy and that feeling when a show is happening and the crowd is loving it and the models are loving it and the music is amazing. I put that on and it makes me feel lucky and it it energizes me and it's great. That's like an instant fix. I I love that because I know for you, it's also about like this moment where it brings you back to a place where you are like showing off this work that you have been like doing and like working 10, 14 hour days, like every day to get done. And so I think there's like an added level there, but even for me listening to your runway music, like it just, it gets me to that place too, because it is so exciting. And like, I have been going to your shows since before I was born. And I even think like sometimes just listening to that sort of like powerful bass and pretending that when I'm walking down the street that I'm like on a catwalk is very, very healing and honestly can completely turn my day around. So for sure. Another easy quick one is you know I love stand-up comedy and just going on Instagram there's a CC stand-up comedy central stand-up Instagram that just has like really short short clips of the best stand-up lines and that just always makes me happy mm-hmm. and kind of takes you really out of the the moment I also call friends call my mom. I hope you call your mom when you're (laughs) feeling down. I think that's a, that's a great way. And, and I like to call someone and not say, I'm not, I'm having a bad day. Mm -hmm. You call someone and you just talk and you don't even bring up any of the bad stuff. You just talk. And before the end of the conversation, nine times out of 10, I'm just feeling better. Mm I think also a big part of turning a day around is feeling like you're doing something good for another person, like giving in some way. And sometimes I will just call a friend when I'm not having a great day and ask them about how their day is. And like, even if they want to vent to me, if they're having a bad day, sometimes that just makes me feel better because I'm like, okay, we're all going through it together. And also like I'm doing a favor by lending my ear and lending my advice in that case. So it always helps. Like if you have that person that you can call. Definitely. That's great. We had someone on the podcast a few weeks ago, Ava Johanna, Mm -hmm. and she taught us some breathing techniques. That's something like at night when I get into bed and I have anxiety or Even sometimes like during the day, if there's something that really triggers me, I do her breathing exercises now and it really works. It really, really, really works. Yeah. Five, five, five and eight, eight, eight. I think 
Ruby has one that she does. Yeah, Ruby taught me about like naming things that you can smell, see, taste, and hear and touch. And I think it's similar to the breathing exercises because it's like you're getting out of your head and into your body and like your surroundings, which I think is very, very helpful. Okay, I'm going to just go through a couple of quick ones here. Mm -hmm. Surf if I can or be in the water. That's so spiritual, meditative, really like unplugged and amazing just to be in nature maybe listen to an audio book. I just recently, I like to mix it up. Sometimes instead of just having one book and powering through that, I'll have like three or four books going at the same time. So I listened to a little Ram Das recently, Be Here Now and Year of Magical Thinking by Joan Didion recently. I listened to 21 Lessons for the 21st Century. And those are kind of good to just mix it up, uh, you know, according to your mood. But maybe just have your your funny book on top for when you need to turn your day around. My emotional support dog, Ziggy, makes me so happy. Her third child, literally. (laughs) This morning, I actually was coming downstairs and I said, do you want breakfast? I was so surprised because Gigi answered, no, I already ate. And I was like, I wasn't asking you. (laughs) I I was asking Ziggy. (laughs) (laughs) Cooking dinner is a great one. Coming home and being able to have that creative outlet Pour a glass of wine sometimes, call a friend on speaker while you're cooking. I think that is really comforting. Okay, this is one of my favorites, purge. I remember when you were a little kid and you were like, Mommy, I don't know if I can sleep tonight because we're going to clean my room tomorrow. You were so excited. But purging is really cathartic, I think. Purging as in like getting rid of stuff in your closet or things like in your life that don't spark joy. I have always been like very obsessed with cleaning out my closet and like making sure that most of the items that I have in there are things like staples that I continue to come back to because I think your environment, like when it's cluttered, it begins to clutter your mind and can like stress you out more. So I definitely agree. Getting rid of things in your life that are just making it seem more messy than it is, is always a great way for me to turn around my day. Yeah. Big black contractor bags at the ready and donate everything that you can. Mm -hmm. I think that's, it's, that's the double feel good. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love this one. Plan a trip or just plan your wish list. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I love a big adventure. I love to go on trips and travel. So even if you're not booking anything, you know, those trips take a lot of research and planning. And so just starting that really gives you something to look forward to and takes you again out of that moment. So... If you're not a traveler, start your wish list of shoes that you want to get next Mm -hmm. season or. Well, I just think that this time in general, like the holidays are over 
And especially on the East Coast, it's winter and freezing here. And it's getting dark really early. And I feel like that is just a recipe for some bad days. And I think a big part of it is because, you know, in December when it's cold and it's getting dark early, it's like you have something to look forward to, which is the holidays and the holiday cheer and hopefully being with family or friends. And now that's done. So now we're like, okay, there's so much time until like spring, summer when we have something to look forward to. So like manifesting a trip or even just like researching other places in the world that you want to visit at some point, maybe not even booking it is just like a way for you to feel like, okay, there's something to look forward to. Like, even if it's not immediate. Yeah. One other thing I was thinking about, just buy yourself flowers or a plant, or if you live in a place where you can garden, I think gardening is really great to just like get out there, be in nature and you get to really nurture something and see it grow. And then it reminded me that, remember I gave, I gave you that garden for Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, the I will. I think our garden so you can get in, you can do in some indoor gardening. Yeah. I think like having a plant or something like that, it's just like, it keeps you accountable and seeing that little thing grow. That's like unaffected by how good or bad the events of your day were is definitely takes takes you out of your head. Maybe you should have an emotional support plant. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I do. I have like one plant that I really have to keep it together to take care of because I don't have a green thumb. But the last thing on my list is like get something done that's been nagging at you. Even one teeny tiny little thing like something that's been on your list for a long time, just like, just stinking cross it off, Mm -hmm. just get it done. And you're going to feel so much better. Even if it has nothing to do with what created the bad day, just get one tiny little thing done. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about like how we organize our to-do list and I, I have like a daily to-do list and then a weekly to-do list and then a want to-do list. And when I get something done on my want to-do list that's not like immediate this week or today, it is the best feeling. So I would like continue to return to that list and try and check something off because that definitely helps me. And that brings me to how I turn around a bad day, which is having a self-care night. And I posted a little like montage reel of my self-care Saturday that I did this past weekend. And it was literally life-changing. I felt so recharged after. But one of the things that I did like before I really got into the self-care Saturday was I did my taxes. I was on my on the phone with my accountant and like getting that done. And once I had that done, I really felt like, okay, that was something on my not forever long to-do list, but like longer. I don't have to do it right now. And getting that done was like, oh my gosh, such a weight off my shoulders. And then I felt like, okay, let me dive into my self-care Saturday. So I'm going to go through what I do. And the first thing I do is light candles. I think lighting like your favorite candle can really just like, it just sets up a more calming vibe in your room or in your house. So like definitely light candles. And then I do a deep shower. All 
of my girls know what a deep shower is. Like I will exfoliate if I have self tan on, shave, wash my hair, do a conditioning mask. And it's like literally life-changing. I dry brush and then I do body oil after. And I put on my favorite pajamas, which always when I'm in like cozy favorite pajamas, just nothing better. And putting on like fresh pajamas with freshly shaved legs is like next level. Extra points if they're like silky pajamas or like satiny pajamas, literally nothing better. cushy padded charmeuse PJs that we have. Yeah. Literally nothing feels better than putting on like a silky pajama with freshly shaved legs. And then I will do my skincare. I will do like a whole video on what I've been doing with my skincare because I feel like my skin's been pretty good lately, but I have really been loving like my star product right now is the Sunday Riley CEO glow serum, like the 15% one. And that has been really amazing. So then once I'm done with like all the stuff in my bathroom, I will make dinner and have my seltzer with lime, which has been like my drink lately because I've been trying not to drink that much during January, just to kind of like give myself a little bit of a reset and really focus and be intentional about when I am drinking alcohol. So I'll have my seltzer. I'll watch my favorite show. I've been like really honestly catching up on some TV because I haven't been going out that much. And I have been watching Euphoria, Yellow Jackets. I finished Dope Sick, which was so good. I love Dope Sick. That was really, really intense and sad, but also like the acting is incredible. And then I will take my CBD melatonin gummies and brush my teeth and then listen to a meditation with Melissa Wood Health. I love her meditations and her app is amazing. And then I'll go to sleep early and I wake up the next day just feeling incredible. So I would highly suggest doing like a self-care night if you're having a bad day. And then... The other thing that I wanted to talk about was I follow the gray layers on Instagram and she posted something about, she has this little jar, like a Mason jar, all of these little slips of paper. And each day so far in this year, she's been writing one good thing that's happened and placing it in the jar. And then at the end of the year, she wants to open it and read through everything. And growing up, like we would always sit down to dinner and go around the dinner dinner table and ask each other what your favorite part of the day was. And what would I always say? You would always say, it's right now hanging out <laughs> with you guys. <laughs> of course, such a mom answer. But I think like picking out that one thing from the day, and I honestly, I really like the idea of writing it down too. It just like... It's one thing that that could like make your entire day, even if it's the smallest thing, you know, buying myself coffee this morning or like, you know, going to get my nails done or calling a friend or whatever it was that like was your favorite part of that day. I think it's super helpful because 
For me, I mean, we all know that like expressing gratitude is a game changer for turning a day around. And even in the TED talk that I was talking about earlier, Allison Ledgerwood talked about like the power of gratitude and gratitude journaling. We've all heard it, but sometimes for me, it's like, I don't know. Oftentimes when I write, when I sit down to gratitude journal, like I will write down all the big things like, you know, my family, my friends, the roof over my head, like the opportunities that I have for work or whatever. And I think sometimes like those can seem more constant or something, even though they're not, but you can still be like having a bad day around those big things. So I think sometimes picking out like one little thing that happened in your day to make it better and brighter is just like, I don't know, it's a little bit more grounding for me. So I would try that if you haven't, because that's been really helpful. And I think I want to get like a separate journal and just do make it like favorite part of the day journal. And then at the end of the year, like read through it all. So that's kind of how I get out of my bad day. And I wanted to read some of your guys's responses. <laughs> One person says cleaning my makeup brushes. And this is something I need to get better at because I like never do it. But when I do, it's so cathartic and like amazing. So I definitely agree with that. Letting my phone die and accepting it. A nice surprising unplug moment, which is a very scary concept to me, honestly. But sometimes I think like I charge my phone overnight to 100% and then I'll use it throughout the day. And if it dies, like before I go to sleep, I'm like, wow, I've kind of been spending way too much time on my phone today. So maybe that like 100% at the beginning of the day is like, okay, now you're, that's all you get for the day. You can't be on your phone more than 100%. Once you drain that, like you're done. So I really like that. Cooking yourself a nice dinner at home on a random Tuesday. I love that. Um, making a new playlist. Going to Trader Joe's. Literally nothing. Love that. Nothing <laughs> feels better than going to Trader Joe's. I'm just like roaming the aisles. I literally, I went to Trader Joe's the other day and it was like a very random time. It was like at like 10 a.m. on like a Tuesday. And I was just walking around. There was like probably like four other people in the Trader Joe's and we were all, I could tell we were all there for like therapy. Like all of us were just like in our masks, in our cozy coats, just like walking around, like looking at stuff. And I was like, this is amazing, honestly. Wait, you know what? I just remembered something kind of funny that I did a while ago, but I was kind of depressed having a bad day. And I went to CVS or Dwayne Reed and just read all the greeting cards. Oh my God. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. It's just like, it's not like you're actually, cause it's not like you're doing retail therapy, but it's like kind of a similar feeling. You I was know? in there for a long time going, you know, between like happy birthday grandpa or <laughs> that's just very different, but if it helps you, wait, I love this one. Forcing myself to dance. I can improvise or throw a dance party for myself. And I love that because I think one of my big ones to turn a day around is doing a little workout, even if it's like 20, 30 minutes. 
because again, it's like you're getting out of your head and into your body, which is really nice. And dancing is like a mix of a workout and the music thing. So it's perfect. Somebody said purging my closet. So we're right, right on the ball with that one. Getting a spray tan. Oh my gosh, God. Like I cannot explain like how good that makes me feel. It's just like a huge confidence boost. I feel so much more alive, especially because like I feel like I've been hibernating in New York since I've been back. And I'm like, okay, maybe it's time for a spray tan just so that I can like feel alive again. Window shopping, drinking my coffee from a ceramic mug instead of my to-go mug, long drives, listening to music, legs up the wall, which is like a tinks thing, I think. Well, it was like going viral on TikTok, but like, honestly, I think it, it really does help. So if you've tried that, let me know. Making pasta, rock climbing, spending time by myself, walking my dog, going to bed without any alarm clock. That is like a pure luxury, pure luxury. Oh my gosh. Going to the movies alone. And another one that I thought of was taking yourself out to a meal alone. I saw my friend Serena posted about that she does this often. And I think it is like a really, it's so intimidating to take yourself out to a meal alone, but like it's almost an accomplishment because you're like, okay, I can entertain myself, handle myself and like hold my own without anyone else and not feel like embarrassed or weird. And it's just like a nice little treat to yourself. So, okay, wait, I have some tips on that because I've done it. And I think the easiest way to do it is go somewhere kind of casual. You don't want to go somewhere fancy with like candles on the table and whatever, but go somewhere casual and sit at the bar and eat if you can, you know, like Raul's or Chaconis in Brooklyn, mm-hmm. like those kind of places and go, don't go on a super crowded, like don't go on a Friday night or something. Mm-hmm. Go on, you know, during the week on like a Tuesday yeah. and just sit at the bar and chill. Yeah. I would even suggest maybe lunch time because like, it's probably a lot of people like going to have lunch solo or like with colleagues or and stuff. It's not like you're going to be like at American bar on like a Friday night <laughs> with like the candles <laughs> lit when everyone's there with like their girlfriends or like on a date or something. So yeah, I would definitely say that. And then I guess one we can end on is calling my mom. So I can definitely be better at that. And I think it always turns my day around. You call me and I'll call my mom. Mm -hmm. And then everyone is happy. Amazing. Um, There were so many more submissions from you guys and like they made me so happy to read them. So I hope you guys love this episode and I can't wait to hear like if you guys have any other recs for how to turn a day around. I mean, this definitely turned my bad day around recording a podcast for the second time. Yeah, I agree. I think it was even better this time. So let us know what you think and we will see you guys next week. Hope you guys love this episode and thanks so much to Ginny Media for our audio production. 
All right. So I'm so happy that you guys got to listen to our stories today. As always, you can follow us on social media and keep up with our work and our crazy adventures. Then you can follow us on Instagram at Cynthia Rowley and at Kit Keenan. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 